0: Leon, um, could you describe your life journey in three words? And for the third word, can you tell me why you've used that word?
1: My life journey in three words? Wow. Um, I mean, that was one. (laughs) Exactly that, wow. Three words. i would say i would say courageous i would say spirit i would guess probably inspirational
0: okay confident uh... And, and why did you say inspirational as your third word?
1: Uh, I would say inspirational is my third word because it, it's not the first thing that springs to my mind. Others may see my life journey as inspirational, but sometimes I don't realise how much my life has is been there. So it's in there confidently, but I don't sometimes... Really, I sometimes have to go back over my life and think you know sometimes I'm I'm, I'm doing that and I, and I'm, I'm quite taken back sometimes what, what what I've done and the things I've been through and and so forth so yeah I'd, I'd, I'd put it in there in the last for the last word just just to kind of round everything up really
0: and um you, you're like childhood I mean I would actually love to know your most vivid memory and 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 with that memory, Mm. has that served you well in your adulthood?
1: For sure. There's been good and bad memories, but if we're going to go from a good memory point of view, there's been a few things in those memories where I've definitely taken something from these little moments and made me. So, you know, having my dad... In, in the boxing world, and you know my uncle Duke in the boxing world, seeing how a boxer would would you know get up every day, train, the the, the commitment around it, the desire, the determination. I feel, I feel um, definitely moulded me into me wanting to become something. I definitely think the Rocky films had a massive impact in my life. Um. Just because that's what I grew up on. Hele, Ian Wright, people like that, with big personalities. Um and Ian Wright became a mentor in my football career anyway, which is just quite was quite would be quite surreal for me. Um, being that I was a kid. And when you talk about memory, you know, I was I was at Sellers Park when there weren't no sort of seats or such. And I was watching him and Mark Bright. Um, and you know John Salako, Jeff Thomas, like Andy Gray, like you know, all players that are just playing um, Gareth Southgate even then back then. And I was watching these guys, and and I was just I was must have been about twelve years old, and I remember watching and visualizing and just and just seeing the way Wrighty was so charismatic and just had this kind of street element to him, but brought the park football to sellers park. And I just loved that kind of rhythm of of what he was doing. But I kind of had that in me. And I just, it's just something I took to, but I just said to myself, like I'd love to to be here one day and 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 do what they're doing. I'd love to do that. Um, and that was about sort of a, I was about 12, 13 years old. Little did I know, you know, within the best part of sort of two, three years later, three years later that I would be uh, at Crystal Palace fighting for my life on the trial to become um, what they have now is a scholarship. Um, and, you know, when I got that YTS contract, which was, you know, youth development scheme contract back then, which is a scholarship of, to, of today, of today's football, and I just, you yeah, know, got a two-year to two year scholarship and I just it was like my dreams were just coming through just through visualization and um, I would say a certain DNA that I think was required from what I, what I was built from, but no one never handed me nothing. Mm-hmm. So as much as I had the DNA, even if you got that DNA, and you're the son of, or you're the you know what I mean there's still choices that you have to make. There's still stuff that you have to do for yourself to, to, to get into the road of, of success, to understand the journey, to understand what you have to go through, to understand the, the failures, to understand, you know, how you get off the floor, how you come back. And then you'll see what this, the success does. Once you've been through those circumstances, and you've got a greater understanding on the development of why, first and foremost, why you got there, and what it took to actually get to a point of of seeing one of your dreams come true. Yes, some people say luck or whatever it is. I personally believe that you know if it's if it's meant for you, it, it will be for you. Um, I don't really put that down to luck or such, but I know that I put on I put in the work, and showed the most desire, the most, I guess, courageous moments in my life to to succeed as as a footballer. And becoming professional at the age of 17 years old at Crystal Palace, again, you know, I can remember playing the park football and just practising overhead kicks in my garden after watching Escape to Victory, watching Pele, you know, constantly just practicing. My dad always reminds me of this. He just said, "Like champ, champ." I remember when you used to go in the garden. You know, every day,
0: <laughs> you ball, you
1: used to throw the ball up in the air, and you used to practice this overhead. He didn't really have to say it, but this overhead thing you used to do I said, oh, <laughs> It's the Pele kick. He says, "Yeah, I used to do. See you do it all the time. He's always practicing. He was always practicing." I said, "Yeah," and then the neighbours also. When I made actually did make and break through into Crystal Palace. You know, I had, like, neighbours that used to keep an eye on me Um, because I used to go out on on, on the road and they used to just, you know, do kick-ups and do things. And across the road were Palace fans. So when I actually made my debut, they came and reminded me of the story that they used to see me all the time practising with the ball and they was just like, oh, like, who's this kid? Like, well, he's always practising. And again, little did they know that I would be uh you know become a crystal palace football player so those types of memories are are precious in in itself because there could have been many other routes i could have taken and i say this with with confidence as well because when you are a child but you may have so much uh behind you you know a successful family a successful dad there's success in your family. People can look at it as uh, okay, now what are you gonna do? So where's the you know, there's pressure there before you've even done anything. I only really understood this when I had my own children and they saw my success and you know, felt like they have to live up to trying to be someone too. Mm-hmm. So I understood it a little bit better. But when you are going through it and things happen in life when you as a child you don't understand about your mom and dad. You know, breaking up. You don't understand about divorce. You don't understand about heartbreak and all these types of things that, as a child, we may go through. You don't understand about your circle, your inner circle, your, you know, the the good friends and and maybe the bad friends. The bad friends that actually don't really want you to go on as to be successful, because those types of friends want to actually do what you're doing but don't have the capability, don't have the desire, don't have the willpower, don't have the discipline to go on and do what you are actually doing, but some would rather you just kind of not do as well because then there's that kind of an envious aspect because you, you're you achieving what they can't. So therefore there's an envious aspect in that. So you have to be careful that. But when you're a child, you don't maybe understand that. But one thing I did identify, is I had some good people uh, around me, but I had some bad people around me. But in all fairness to me, my friends that were bad at the time didn't really try and sort of suck me into their life. They kind of laugh about it today, Mm -hmm. but they kind of just knew that, you know, there was times where, you know, if they were smoking this and smoking that and, you know, this, that, and the other, um, I think the only time they could probably get me out is if it was girls involved. That's it.
0: <laughs> That's always way. That's that,
1: always that was the literally, way. That was literally my, you know, my tonight. So other than the, that, those things, like I was very straight up and, and focused on. No, I need to do this. Like I can't. I can't have that drink today. I can't do this today. Blah bro, bro. <laughs> blah Furthermore, I can't. I've got to kind of pull away from you guys a bit. But I love you, and they were just like, "We love you back. Go and do your thing." there you there that's your flash your boys mm. when you say you know what love you but go and do your thing man yeah we can't do what you do but we want you to do you what you want to do and go and do it and that's 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 the important factor in that but it could have gone horribly wrong. there's there's this like i say it's all about choices and some when you're at that age some of us don't get that right yeah and that's why you see so many talented footballers fall at the wayside because it's either been influenced and you know got the wrong influence around them or you know to just stop that hunger stops, mm. um, and when it does, really really get hard, and you have to really grit your teeth, and you have to bite down on that gum shield if you have one in, you have to really understand that that's what it, that's where you have to go f- through those things. You have to take, and some people just don't have it in them, mm. don't have it in them to to go through the pain, the failures being told I got I got I got declined by about 18 clubs before Crystal Palace every single club declined me for a trial just for a trial every club and then like I say perseverance you know continuing to believe in myself and don't get me wrong there's days where I struggled but you know you kept going you keep going and and the perseverance sees you
0: through. You've been very open regarding your, your kind of struggles um, in an and out um, of football. And I was kind of listening to uh, a conversation that you had, where you described um, mental uh, mental health as a as a kind of Pinocchio nose. Correct. Uh, can you elaborate on what you mean by that?
1: Yeah, I mean, when I mention Pinocchio's nose, uh, to to break it down, it's just, it's a bit of a motto that I use, and everyone, anyone that's watched the film—if you haven't, you know, shame—but hopefully you have. Um, it's a simple question that I ask, and then I then I kind of flip into the reasons to why I ask the question. So, if I ask you now, um, why did um, what happened to Pinocchio when he lied?
0: His nose grew.
1: Okay, so you could visually see his nose growing. Mm -hmm. You can see that. If I flip it over now and say, what can you see if someone is suffering from depression? What can
0: you visually see really? Nothing. Can't see nothing. It's difficult. Yeah. So
1: my my, my point is with that is, is that there is no Pinocchio's nose for I use depression because that's the that's the education I've, I've I've been able to to put myself in, but I, I, I'd use I'd use depression and, and anxiety with many forms, but depression is my main that was my main fight, so that's why I focus on that particular mental health illness more so because I know where it's took me in my journey, but there's over best part of two hundred types of mental you know health illnesses, so. That's just you know across the border, but depression is 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 a key sort of message in terms of like you can't really identify if someone is really suffering from depression, and I say that again confidently because I was I became a great actor, Um, and I think a lot of us as men, whether that's in front of our peers, family, wives. Whatever it is, I think a lot of us do put on a, a very good act. If we're actually feeling in in a way of despair and isolation, and, and in, a, in a dark place, I think we uh, we hide that very well, and that's why I identified the Pinocchio's nose because unless you we can see actual visual signs and tells of of that one. That particular person struggling, um, it'd be hard to really identify. So that's mm. the reason why that came into play.
0: You you spoke about your your time at Charlton and and the kind of injuries that like you were that, that you were getting that you know mm. contributed to to lack of confidence and um, and and your depression and, the, mm. and again please please kind of correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. Uh, and um, you you like said that you you was like, in a room, probably in the physio's room, and you know, you burst into tears, and yeah, and there were people walking past and whatnot. I mean, was there anyone at that particular moment in time that you felt you could speak to? Or, no. you know, yeah,
1: no, so that's a it's a it's a story that I, I do actually use when, I, when I'm speaking. Um, I think. The, mass, the main highlight for me of that experience was I'm a grown man, but I'm obviously broken right now because I've just torn my hamstring at that particular time. I've had a horrendous time with injuries just trying to get back playing. So my soul's just kind of depleting by the minute. But now I kind of gave up slightly in front of everyone because I just broke down. The interesting thing about that is and this is what i talk about where you know within society sometimes when we see a grown man breaking down and crying the most interesting thing about that situation is because although people were walking past and saw that it was too uncomfortable for them to come and ask the question it was too uncomfortable do you see what i mean yeah when you look at it no one came in and asked, Lee, you're right. They just thought I'll oh, let just leave and be, but what they didn't actually know is, is actually while I'm doing that at that particular moment, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm contemplating literally like uh, my soul was, as it's kind of disappeared for a little while. So therefore my mind is not mine anymore. Um, and my mind broke down in a way where I can't even explain that that pain of just not wanting to be here anymore, over your mind just not being your own because of the pain that you're feeling, and you just want to just you just want that pain to go away. You just you don't want to feel that pain no more. Do you see what I mean? Um, some see it as selfish. Some see it as like, oh, what selfish? Your mind's not yours anymore. So therefore to even identify it as selfish, your mind has taken, it's gone somewhere else. So you don't even have that willpower anymore. It's not, It doesn't come down to being selfish. It comes down to you actually feeling like, I can't feel like this anymore. I'm sick of being unhappy. I'm sick of being sad. I'm, I'm sick of people asking me if I'm right. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everything. So therefore, that's why people get into that vulnerable, vulnerable place of not wanting to be. And then, like I say, I always say because I've got five children. So, they are my and they, they give me um, you know they give me a different purpose and understanding. But thankfully I'm here to show them how to fight back. I'm here to show them when life does hit you in a way you can you can you can you can fight back from it, you can get back from it, and they've seen, they've seen me fall they've seen me rise they've seen me fall they've seen me rise again there's a certain pattern there and they they know the capabilities in, in terms of their own lives when they're going into their own lives they understand the heartbreak they understand circumstances changing in life um and it all can psychologically get a lot for us but yeah it's not a place i wish on anyone but it's a place that i wish people would understand more so in the current society that we're in, I still think we have a lot of ignorant people in the world who don't really get it, don't really care to get it, and just become very ignorant in itself to really even understand what someone may be actually going through. Oh. Um, and it's as simple as that, you know, because uh, sometimes you can say you can have children and beautiful wife or husband, you can have a great setup from from, from the outside, your setup could be amazing. But if you if you lose your mind and you lose yourself, then you need you need help you need help to try and understand what's going on. But you need to to, to pull through the best way you can.
0: And um, when you kind of talk about you know um, your mind is not yours, and you know when and when you were at rock bottom, um, you. You sorry, at oh, right Sorry, and when, um, when let you was at Rock, Rock.
1: Oh, ball, rock, rock, yeah.
0: Um, you, you literally, um, attempted to, to, to end your life. Um, mm. but um, you like say that you made one phone call, uh, mm. and that phone call was, was, was to your dad. Mm. How, like, did you know at that present moment? Mm. what you needed to do, and was your dad in mm. your mind mm. of when you was going through that?
1: No, I think once I had done what I'd done, which I, I can't repeat how I'd done it because of the copycat effect and, and to, to to protect that safeguarding ways, but because I'd done what I'd done, there was no, um, I kind of done it. and. Now I started thinking. So it's kind of already too late in terms of what I did because it's gone in. But now my mind started. now my fight starts actually. Let me just call my dad in because this is good. Let me call my dad and just tell him what I've done. Do you see what I mean? Um, it could have been far, far away for all I know or you know luckily and god willing he was nothing he was best part of 15 minutes away mm. um something uh something it was life-changing you know that what it did to myself and, and my family was again very um yeah just just life-changing but it was one of them where it wasn't my time and you know it's not a feel sorry for me story why this story gets told it's it's really to just try and say like i i I get it but i also know how to fight back hence why you see everything i do in terms of my branding and my fight it message is truly testament of of my life Mm. that's that's the true testament of everything and I believe that you can fight it. It might take a few times. It might take a few falls, but you'll find a way. Um, and I'm just able to find the way. Um, and that's, and that's, that's the reality of that. You know, it's it's never easy. But, you know, when I hear my dad and uh, it, there's a lot of guilt that I've held for a number of years, a lot of guilt in in... You know, even when him, you know, when my my children can can see, you know, these types of things that has happened in my life. There's been a lot of guilt that's gripped me. I can't imagine what my dad felt when when he got that call, because I I can only, as a dad now, imagine what if one of my children um, was in that position, what it would be like. I've had a. I've had a situation which I can't go into through through my own protection and my family but you know that broke my heart but I blame myself a lot I blamed myself a lot so you know there's 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 swings and roundabouts and there's there's so much uh it's such a deep deepness to it it's a very dark dark place a very dark place but I'm here, man. I'm here, you know. And I'm and I'm, I'm doing my best every day, trying every day just to. You can see how busy I'm. You know, what I mean, like I, I, I try and be as active as I can. I try and be, you know, a rock for my children and and trying and just to be the best man I can be. Do I get it right all the time? No, I don't. I don't get it right all the time. Still to this day, forty five in a few weeks. It's not easy for me, but. We keep pushing, we keep trying. I've got an amazing circle. Um, you know, I've got great friends who constantly uh, you know, we constantly speak, always uh, I've got the type of friends that will go out of their way and and help you with things, you know. Help you with 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 trying to develop you like trying to develop yourself. Just you know what I mean. Unselfish. Yeah. Unselfish. It goes it goes a long way. When you've got friends like that in your life and your circles tight like that. It's, it's, it's beautiful to to have that. Um and that's something I'm grateful for. But most of all, although the mistakes I say mistakes, the choices that I've made in life, I would say most of all, my, my biggest thanks is 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 to God. I have to show gratitude towards God and, and thank Jesus every day because there's a certain there's a certain strength that I always lean to. Um, I'm not religious, but there's a certain power within my heart, and it leans towards that. And you know, there's there's just certain scriptures where I just, like, you know, it, it really, you know, it really hits home. Um, and I just I just keep trying every day. It's all about just constantly pushing and trying. Uh, God willing, anyway.
0: Love, love that. And uh, when was the last time that you had a proper belly laugh? And also as well, I'd love to know a little bit in terms of, like, your boxing as well, and literally how has, uh, literally how has boxing hmm. tran- transformed your your journey thus far?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my last belly laugh. I mean, I'm always laughing, to be honest. <laughs>
0: But but like a proper belly laugh where it's like
1: yeah I'm always laughing um what was my last sort of belly laugh what was my last sort of belly laugh <laughs> I, can't even, what, uh, I can't remember I can't remember what <laughs> no nah, that's not I wasn't laughing <laughs> my last belly, I'll have to come back to you on that one because uh yeah I can't remember the last last proper belly laugh probably it might have been with my cousin Damien we laughed about something through hard, and you know, you just constantly <laughs> can't breathe. Laugh like yeah. it was kind of that, do you know what I mean? You know, like proper, yeah, the way we laugh is like becomes loud,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: you, know, you know, we're here, do you know what I mean?
0: 100%. Proud,
1: um, boxing. I'm a boxer turn footballer, really. That's that's what people really don't only probably clock on now, but it's. Re- I was really a boxer-town footballer, so boxing's been in my life since best part of seven, eight years old, and it's been all the way through. Even when I was playing, I was still in the gym, doing bits and bobs, and, you know, learning how to sort of fight and look after myself. Um, and then boxing came into my life at, again, another delicate place in life where, you know, you go through divorce, you, 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 you go for another fuck-up and... <laughs> you know, you you, you find yourself once upon a time, playing premiership, you know, playing in the premier league or say premiership back then. um, And then you laugh, your your life fast forwards, and this can happen to anyone, whether you're a banker, whether you're a lawyer, whether whatever it is, success that is going on in your life, you know, you can fast forward because life circumstances can change your whole life and tip it upside down in a heartbeat. You have to look at people like Mike Tyson and people like that who've earned millions and millions of pounds. So never it really comes down to money as such. But boxing came into my life because it was the only thing I had to do to I knew how to do that was in my my blood. Um being I was 35 years old at the time, it was the only thing I had left to, to fight back, had to fight back. This is the time where I had to fight back, literally, purposely, to, to go and do that and jump in the ring. It wasn't so much to go and win everything because I knew n- time went on my side. Never had an amateur fight, never had new fights. Jumped to the professional boxing ring at 35 years old. You know what? Won an international master's title and I got to elite levels in itself in terms of English title, southern area title, fighting people that have been fighting all their life, way more experienced than me. But, you know, when you're sort of 38, 39 years old and you're fighting people that are sort of 40-odd fights in, 42 fights in to your 10, experience comes into play and experience is the best teacher. And experience definitely taught me a lot about myself taught me a lot about my character but also taught me that sometimes even when you lose you really win so true that's 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 in life in general sometimes when you actually lose you you, you actually win in, a, in, a, in and it can come in many forms yeah. your wife or husband could leave you tomorrow for whatever reason, right? But sometimes it actually works out for the best. You just don't know it yet because you're going through pain. You flip that to to sport, it's the same thing, you know? Um, So sometimes it can work out for the best. We just got to take the loss in in the best way that God willing, um, whatever shaped us, we don't really know what's written for us. But when you're trying to do the right things and you're trying to be the best you can be, I always feel like you've got a, a head start in, in 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 what you're trying to achieve. I think when you try and you understand yourself more, um, you keep educating yourself because I never I never stop learning. I always learn of someone. Um, you know, when you keep educating yourself, I think it you know knowledge gives you a greater power. Um, in itself, anyway, and yeah, when you're coming from the right place, um, you can't you can't go wrong. That's 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 for me. Yeah.
0: And your autobiography, um, mm. my fight with uh, life. Mm. Where can um, where can people purchase uh, this? And
1: in- it's actually no more copies left. It's um, you know, back in 2012 that was published. Um, if you go onto Amazon, you might pick up a, a copy from somewhere that someone that's read it and flipped it on and sold it, and there's probably still a signature in there from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I'll, well, you know, I going to go up. on.
1: If, if you go on Amazon, then there might be a few flying about. Sometimes people just kind of like sell them on or whatever.
0: I'm gonna literally put it out there. So when are we? When are we gonna get part two?
1: I actually started. I actually started writing uh, with someone to do a part two. And I, there's a potential that, you know, I could maybe do something, but I'll be totally honest, it's just the time for me. I, I, just, I just don't have the time because um, there's so much that's happened since that first book. It's a completely whole different story, more ups and downs, more, you know, success. More trauma. It's, it's 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 another deep. But what it does have is is education. What it does have is is even more kind of, I guess, things that can help someone else. Which is, I'd say the first one, you know, wasn't so much education around it. The first one was very, very sad. Some parts were bitter. Some parts were angry, some parts were just trying to find my way in that book. Very honest, very honest. But in my film, to write the book now, you're gonna see a whole different chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So, um, that's what I do know. But you know, obviously, I've got this big documentary that's we've got, um, we've got a Chicago screening in uh, September, so the US tour starts in September, which I'm, actually, sorry, what am I talking about? May 17th is my birthday. Oh.
0: So May 17th,
1: we are screening in Chicago, imagine that, uh, which is quite a big deal. And yeah, we've got a kind of like an educational tour. Like we, so we're doing a load of uh, universities, showing the film in a load of universities all over the US. Um, and still trying to get it um, picked up and get it, get it into a bigger platform for the UK to to pick up on it and, and, and show the love. Unfortunately, in the UK, they're not as loving. They're not as um, giving. And that's the most disturbing thing for me through all of this, trying to put out something that is when you see the film, you're going to be like, wow, like, I get it. You know, there's so many amazing people in it, speaking from their heart, speaking truth, speaking trauma, speaking, you know, going going through certain things in life. Um, but it's like, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Um, but I believe, like I said, um, everything's about timing. Mm-hmm. It's about God's timing, not my timing. And I believe that when it is time to present it itself, it will present itself in such a big way that it becomes bigger than the those that said no to me. Because I remember them all. Uh-huh. I remember all the platforms that have said no to me. But when I do finally get there, yeah, I'll be looking forward to that bit.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Honestly, Leon, thank you, thank you so much for, for like talking to me. And uh, I like remember. Uh, you like playing, and um, you was kind of like drug before drug, but strong, powerful, <laughs> <laughs> You're not strong. And, I've and, never Drogba.
1: No, uh, I mean, I was very uh, I was yeah, I was, I, I was deceivingly strong.
0: You uh, listen, I mean, boy, like you know, you were that kind of that almost that kind of on you know, that, that kind of onboard of arrogance where it's like, you know, very much so, if it's yeah. like my day, trust me, there's no there's that, no, that defender. See, like, you handle
1: yeah, you've looked into something, you've looked into me deeply there because not a lot of people understand. But what you just said there if this my if I'm in the mood, any defender who would cut probably apart from Marcel Dessaye when I was a kid, but <laughs> most, defenders, <laughs> most defenders know that they're in for a game, yeah, because they just know what I'm about. Yeah. It's like, and that's where that's where it's always been. So to identify that. It's good.
0: Thank it's you, good. Man. thank you, Leon. Thank you, like, so much for like coming, coming, um, coming onto the platform, and uh, yeah, no I problem. just kind of wish you uh, more like blessings and uh, positivity.
1: No, thank you. Thanks for inviting me on. This it's been a pleasure, and yeah, I look forward to uh, putting it out there for yourself.